This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment, The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. It's yes. a Monday morning, and we are so excited. Afternoon, morning. actually. Jeez. Oh. Girl, <laughs> it's 2 o'clock. Wake up. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, but the weather outside is frightful. Uh, it's disturbing. It started out so nice. There was weather. Oh, my God. All weekend, it took me forever to get into my garage. What happened? Tell me your tales of woe. 651-641-1071. We want to hear your woes of tale or tales of woe uh, or just whatever is driving you nuts with the weather. Because between the lack of the sunlight, uh, I think it, it had been like a week until this morning. That yeah, we had you need have... you need a sun lamp. You need one of those infrared lights or Ugh, whatever they are. UGH Ugh. And then I came back from running Louise to the groomer on Saturday because she's got to get a fancy haircut. Don't even get me started. Does she like to be groomed? Oh, she loves it. Oh, how cute. She loves it. Hi, Patty. Um, uh, anyway, so I was coming back from the groomer and it took me four tries to get from my alley into my driveway into the garage because you were sliding you because couldn't... the rut situation so i'm in minneapolis south my minneapolis ruts. my ruts my ruts my, my ruts. ruts break it down i would like to because the ruts are solid ice yes and i and my vehicle is all-wheel drive uh, oh great it's it, you know like which is good on this kind of the, the roads right yeah, for sure. but even with all-wheel drive vehicle and gunning it fiercely mm-hmm. four times it took me to get my wheels to jump the humps in the ruts, jump the ruts. <laughs> and so I would literally have to go down the alley yeah, and then try it. Yeah. And it didn't work. And the whole time I'm gunning it, I'm like, I am going, because if something catches, yeah. I don't know where my car is going. Yeah. It could go into the side of the garage, which I did. My neighbor, it could take me into my neighbor's backyard. It yeah. could take out my neighbor's gar- garbage cans. So then I would go all the way around the block. And I'd come back down my street, which, by the way, the streets themselves are trash. Um, come on, guys. Let's uh, and <laughs> yeah. gals, let's figure it out. And then I finally, on the fourth time, I came around, and I had to like weirdly ride the ruts, like ride the top of the ruts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I know what you mean. And you then didn't want to get gun down it the- so that it would jump the ruts. The whole time not knowing whether or not I was going to end up in my neighbor's backyard or not. Thankfully, oh, yeah. I didn't. Anyway, I'm just tired of it because this is only what? It's not even the end of January. It's I, only going to get worse. Well, the problem is, if you don't know, let me woman-splain this. Oh, please, woman-splain. <laughs> I don't care, but tell me the problem. Is that all those side streets and like my driveway and everything, they didn't get salted. 
and too much snow fell and came down and well, they they're couldn't supposed keep up to. With it. This is what's frustrating is that normally in Minneapolis, the alleys are better plowed than the actual streets, which I'm fine with oh, because good. I use my alley more than the back streets, right? Mm-hmm. But no, this time around, they just left. Remember when we had that initial thaw with mm. the rain? Yeah, it was They did not come degrees. through and plow the alleys before everything froze again. Oh, Ooh. I know I'm not alone. Jeff is on the line. Can we go to Jeff? Hey, Jeff, let it out. What's going on? Well, I tell you, that was quite a story. Talk about adventure. Um, <laughs> I'm inviting you to come out uh, in the country where... Uh, you know, people are actually cross-country skiing and downhill skiing. I'm looking forward to the sun coming out because then people wear shorts and bikini tops. Oh, Jeff. You want us I to know, come right? out to the country, huh? And where you're uh, the, um, oh, what, what do we, Robert Pattinson? <laughs> A skirt. A skirt. Are we doing the Robert Pattinson thing? <laughs> do people wear well, bikini tops and cross-country ski? Well, I suppose it's possible. I mean, in in Scandinavian countries, they yeah. they do that, don't they? Well, Probably. I feel like there's like a Budweiser commercial from the '80s. Thanks, Jeff. Have a great day. Uh, Annie's on the line. Would you know what I mean? Like Swedish? Yeah. Wasn't there like Swedish a Swedish volleyball team or something? Sexy girls. Annie's uh, on the line. Hi, hey, Annie. Annie. <laughs> hi, guys. Hi. We've lost our mind. What's what's bothering you, honey? Okay, so you guys, I know that the snow and the ice is horrible, but I work outside, and you guys need to count your blessings because we have not had a true Minnesota cold snap. Well, we true. 20 below, 10 below, it didn't even hit zero no, this month. You're right. You yeah. are so right, Annie. Yeah, way to stay positive, Annie, but that's not what I asked for. I asked you to complain. Your cute coat versus your whole snowmobile suit. It's true, honey. Hey, right. what do you do outside? I'm an appraiser and a realtor, but I do mostly appraising. So I have the, you know, I go around the house and I have mm-hmm. to go through the snow yeah. and measure the outside. And, and I bet people don't shovel for you, do they? Uh, see, now you're letting started. it out. Oh, see, I appreciate that's it, Annie. To complain about Annie. Thank you, Annie. Bye. <laughs> we knew we'd do it uh, you, again. I don't ca- like. Look, we can all bright side our way, you know, through the end of the day, and we will, and it's fine. But my God, am I alone? How are I you doing out so. in the boonies? Well, I don't live in the boonies. Are you talking to me or just who, yeah, whomever? You're out in Woodbury. Oh, well, I. <laughs> For <laughs> me in South boonies. Minneapolis, that's the boonies. Yeah, okay. Honey. So my driveway is sloped. I've talked about this before. And our, our you know, people for our association that do the, they couldn't keep up with all of it. And mm-hmm. just dumping of snow, so much snow. And so it got all packed down or not. Our driveway wasn't cleared, okay. and so I had to gun it. It took me eight times. I would go around the block. Oh, yes, yeah, so you know exactly what I'm talking it. about. And oh, because you have to get up the hill. Is that I what you're saying? I have to get up the hill, and into, but it's there's so much snow, like a foot of snow packed down, oh my that God. I ran into the side of the garage. Oh, my God. Okay? You damaged so I, I your man's dented, garage. Yeah, I dented the side of the garage, and I didn't tell him for a while. Well, I and feel then like you I just did. did. Okay, did. what did he say? I did. He's like, it's okay. Don't worry about it. We can probably just pound this out here. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds bad. Um, but yeah, it just, uh, it screwed things up. And yeah, then I, so you're not alone out there. I, it the was same. just, it's terrible. And now it's just one big sheet of ice. And yes. we're trying not to like drive into his son's car. 
Probably a good idea. Yeah. I heard it was supposed to be like 30s today, but I it was like 11 when I left the house, so I don't know. This is supposed to be oh, when it's going to get bad. A-L-E-X-A was lying to me. Maybe she said below 30. Sheila's on the line. Sheila, we're complaining about the weather. Thanks for joining us. What would you like to add to the list? That I am a snow person. I do live out in the boonies. The sad part is I actually have a plow truck mm. and plowed the driveway with the ice and everything, and got stuck three times and had to have another neighbor come and pull me out. Oh, oh my, my gosh. God. What was so truck. bad? Was it like the ice or like what, what was the problem? It was all of it between the rain, the snow, mm-hmm. the, the slippery. Yeah. Oh. I saw four other driveways and I got stuck on my own. Ugh. Oh, that sucks. Well, yeah, it sucks big time. Thanks for yeah. calling in. And is it satisfying to plow snow? Actually, it really is. Ooh, I, I would love well, that. And then to get paid for it, right? That's oh, are you getting paid? Yeah. Or you just getting paid to be nice, but it's okay. I'm just a good neighbor this way. Oh, oh my look God. at you! Come be a good neighbor in South Minneapolis. Love you, sweetie. <laughs> Bye. Thanks, Sheila. <laughs> <laughs> I do wish, uh, and I don't know what the what the process is for the city of Minneapolis, but now you can't do anything. Like all those side roads, there's no like even if you wanted to plow, there's you'd have to you'd have to jackhammer your way through that ice. Mm-hmm. I put like uh, a ton of salt on a big honk doodle of ice that keeps my gate from opening. Yeah. And it didn't do nothing. It didn't do anything. No! We have salt that is community salt by our mailboxes. What's community salt? It's a big trash can full of salt that you can oh. get your own to do your porch or oh, that's whatever. That's nice. Yeah, it is. There's just isn't enough because this, the ice right now is like 18 inches thick. Well, in the city, like I know even in Minneapolis, they have a couple drop-off spots around the city that you can pick up, or I should say pick up spots where you can pick up sand. I have looked up in the past, and I haven't done it recently, how much money, because I was blown away by how great the snow removal is here compared to living other places. Okay. But I was impressed that you guys can move so much snow around, and you need so much salt. So I looked up how much money that that the state of Minnesota spends on salt oh, and it's sure. astronomical. Oh, I bet. It's so but, much. You like, know, they only have so much to last the whole season. So I'm thinking they're just trying, they're looking towards, they're looking at their farmer's almanac and saying, we need to save this. Yeah. I know we've had an unprecedented amount or at least record level so far. That's why I don't want to be too complainy, but I do feel like we're supposed to be the ones that are ready to deal with all this. So it just surprises me that I'm still dealing with, like treacherous roads. Like I almost took out a lady when I was going home on Friday night because we were doing that dance where it's like, you come this far down the street and I'll pull over to the side. And I pulled over to the side and my car wouldn't like, I turned my, my steering wheel, but my car didn't move. And I was like, I'm still going straight. Oh yeah. And I was trying to avoid this woman. Oh my gosh. Thank God I did. Yes. 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 I went to go get my hair done on Saturday and those roads were terrible. It was like on around Selby Avenue and, you know. Well, your hair looks great, so. Oh, thanks so much. Worked out. But it was like so much ice and there was a woman crossing the street and I, I couldn't stop. <gasps> I couldn't stop, but Did she stopped. No, she oh. was waiting there <laughs> for kidding. me. But I should have, I would have normally let her cross. I would oh, have sure. stopped my car, but no, I just went yeah. <laughs> And did you like roll down the window? Sorry, I, I can't stop. I was like, oh, and she just waved. Yeah. I think she thought I, I was waving at her. All- <laughs> You're just being nice as you mow her down the, <laughs> on the street. She wasn't crossing. Hey, when we come back, our good friend Mike over there, you know, he finished Spare this weekend. I know!
Way to take one for the team, Mike. 14 hours. And finish our Not a Book Club. He's going to tell us what his biggest takeaway was when we return right here on My Talk 1071. We've been listening and reading Harry's book, Spare. It's My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment, The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. And um, our producer, Mike, gets the gold medal for blasting through Prince Harry's Spare. It's 14 hours. I'm down to 10. Oh, okay. Cool. But I have 10 more to go. It's actually a little over 15. It's like 15. 15? Yeah, it's it's quite a long book. Uh, Although mm, it's like 400 and some odd pages if you're reading. Uh, On our show, we're listening. Yeah. We're reading with our ears. And Mike finished it, as you said, Dawn. Um, I feel like you had a takeaway Mike? Yeah, yeah, and well, I, I would. I, I want to wait and give my I don't know, hot takes not the right word, but I have um, more empathy for a particular part of the person in the book than I think most people will, um, and I would like to wait until you okay. guys get done right. to, to talk about yeah. that one. Um, so we'll get to that okay. at some point All when right. we're continuing this. I but, will do my best. <laughs> <laughs> but the one thing I did notice, and this happened, and and again, I was listening to it, and I told you guys I didn't know a lot about anything. Quite honestly, I. I which is perfect. I know. Perfect, it was... because I feel like you had no preconceived notions mm-hmm. about it, what a Harry yep. was, yep. Uh, much less a royal family, etc. Absolutely. No, I thought it was fantastic. I loved, and we've talked about this, but how visual he is, mm-hmm. and the ghostwriter did such an amazing, or the writer did such an amazing job of embodying what he was saying from a visual mm-hmm. standpoint, and then turning it in, and whether you were in, you know, a abandoned building in Iraq or Afghanistan or you're wherever, like you just felt like you were in the moment. It could be a back spare room of Buckingham Palace, but you felt like you were there. It was so cool. I love that. But I did uh, mention and to you guys that I did get emotional at one point that mm. I was not expecting to be. Okay. And um, it was my favorite part of the entire book. And this isn't a big spoiler because I think everyone knows this story. I just didn't know that granular details of the story. Sure. So when I heard it and I heard Harry say it, it blew me away. And now oh. this was, and I'll, again, I'll just go into the, the detail, but this was when they were in Canada. Mm-hmm. So we're going fast forwarding a ways up He's here. He's met Megan and you're yes. saying this is when they've decided to leave. Exactly. Okay. When they decide to leave Canada, they had just, and again, I'm not giving too much yeah, away, but fine. if, yeah, um, most oh, people yeah. I think know the we story. Were there. But, yeah. And they found out, they just found out that they were having their security pulled. And it was a situation where they were like, okay, pandemic's coming in. The the lockdown portion of the pandemic's coming in. We're in Canada, and it's going to be pretty clear we can't go anywhere Mm -hmm. if we're still here. And, uh, oh, by the way, we don't have security anymore. And so all those things kind of converge at once, and they were sitting there talking to Tyler Perry. Mm. And this is the story where I'm I'm just listening to it going on, and as I've been doing the entire time, and there's some heart pulling, you know, her string pulling moments, but nothing really, really got me until Tyler Perry was like, oh, what are you guys going through? And they explained the situation. And then Tyler says, uh, I just want you guys to come to my L.A. home. Mm-hmm. I'm traveling for work, going to be doing different things with the studio. I want you to come to our my place and stay. It's gated. I've got security. I'll fund it. I'll make sure you guys are all right. Come stay there. And they were both just like, we can't accept that, but we don't really have a choice. We kind of yeah. have to because they were in that spot. And then Harry simply says, why are you doing this? Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. 
Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash btpod50 and use code btpod50 to get 50% off. That's code btpod50 at factormeals.com slash btpod50 to get 50% off. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. And Tyler Perry's response was, your mother. Mm. And he said, what? And he said, my mother loved your mother. Mm. And the day that Princess Diana came to Harlem, she could do no wrong in Maxine Perry's eyes. And he says, it's, I've never thought about it twice. And some reason, that moment, I was just like, oh, wow. Like the fact that people talk about, you know, giving of yourself and putting good out into the world and doing good and getting it back, the butterfly effect, all that stuff, to think that 25 years earlier, Mm -hmm. this man's mother did an act that was not only going to protect him, it was going to protect his wife and his grandson and her grandson at that time. And it just, that part just got me. That's and like I the just, butterfly effect. Oh my God. It was, yeah. That's that, great. That's, that gave me tingles, Mike. <sighs> that was a wonderful reflection. I hadn't even, you know, I was so like, oh, this is not, is this not the thing we love about this book? Because it sort of gives you the backstory for all of the things we've just read as headlines. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, here's one rich celebrity helping out another rich celebrity. Yeah. And no, you just took it personal to the point where he's like, yeah, so your mom affected my mom, and I'm now going to return the favor by honoring what your mom did for my mom. Oh, that's great. With no expectation <laughs> that that would ever have an effect on their lives. Oh, Unbelievable. My- Oh my gosh. And you actually said in the office to me before we started the show here in the prep room that Mm -hmm. the juicy bits, as far as like the controversial stuff, we haven't even gotten to yet. Yeah, you guys haven't gotten to it. You definitely haven't. No, because we're still like, I'm, uh, I think I've got about five hours ish left. And uh, he hasn't met Megan. I mean, he's still breaking up with Cressida. You know, he's (laughs) gone through Afghanistan. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, there was so much that I read over the weekend about. Like the whole, we could have a whole conversation about going to war. I mean, it's like everything. He makes you think about things that you didn't realize you would have very deep thoughts about. And yet, it's just this guy who we've read in tabloids as sort of a, you know, playboy who doesn't care about much. And that's not true at all. Absolutely. Mike, thank you so much for sharing that, Don. We got time. Uh, listeners, if you're enjoying Spare, feel free to share with us your thoughts and opinions, and we'll talk about it again tomorrow and the next mm-hmm. day and whenever we want until we're done. Okay? <laughs> All right. When we come back, Mike's going to spin that big wheel for us, and we'll play Game Show Roulette. Not quite yet. Oh, wait. No, Ghislaine Maxwell. Sorry, I love oh, Wonderful interviews from prison coming up on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment, The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. We are hearing from Jeffrey Epstein's right-hand woman or left-hand woman, whichever side of the bed she's on. 
That's nasty. So what, um, what did we hear from Ghislaine Maxwell? Yeah, so she's done an interview from prison, and she's got a lot to say, and all of it's trash. But uh, I've just been fascinated by this story ever since the just disgusting depths of humanity and depravity, or lack of humanity and depravity, that uh, the public became aware of following, well, I mean, we knew before Jeffrey Epstein died, and then after he died, Ghislaine Maxwell's role mm-hmm. in a lot of his behavior. And then we followed her along through this trial. She tried to get out of the allegations or the charges that she sex trafficked a number of women and essentially, as you said, played his right hand person. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so oh, and now the locked that- young ladies in. Rooms. I mean, it's just, it's I mean, so it's terrifying and disgusting. gross and disgusting, right? We knew all that, but now she's talking in prison and I just find here is a person like if you know how, like, I don't know, Don, I know I'm naive and like, I just want to believe that like, it's kind of like with the Chrisleys, right? I'm not saying the Chrisleys are like Jeffrey Epstein or Gillian Maxwell, but the Chrisleys who just went to prison had been convicted of essentially screwing the government out of a lot of money they continue to act as if they didn't do anything wrong, right? Yes, like, they are set on being innocent and they are appealing their convictions. So and they if, cannot admit to any guilt. And if you listen to them, you're like, wow, they really believe that. Well, this, <laughs> yeah. the same is true for Ghislaine Maxwell. And in this interview, she talks about a number of things. The first I wanted to bring up was she talked about, remember that photo with uh, Virginia Roberts Jufre, who is the American woman who was essentially like a masseuse for Jeffrey Epstein, but mm-hmm. she you know, claims to have been forced to have sex with Jeffrey and others, high profile people. And that Ghislaine Maxwell was a part of that experience. Uh, There was a photo of her with Prince Andrew. Yep. That famous photo with Ghislaine Maxwell in the background. And Ghislaine Maxwell addressed that photo to this day. She is still disputing the veracity, the genuinosity that's not a real word of that photo. Let's have a listen. This is again, this is Gillian Maxwell from prison. And I should just say, I don't know how they conducted this interview, but she has like a weird screen saver or not screen. It's what like do we call zoom it? Zoom background. Like a zoom background with like, like animals oh, and stuff. It's, it's not so, like the Eiffel Tower or anything. No, but it's it's close. Okay. Let's have a listen. What's the fake? I don't believe that. I don't believe it's real for a second. In fact, I'm sure it's not. Well, there's never been an original. And further, there's no photograph. And I've only ever seen a photocopy of it. So she's saying that, like, the photo's not real. In fact, there's never been a photo of it. So she's saying it's completely doctored and it's not real. By the way, she's saying this from that Zoom background and she's, like, talking on an actual phone. Okay. It's the weirdest thing ever. Um, okay, so whenever you have evidence brought into the court of law mm-hmm. and a lot of the talk about Prince Andrew and the charges against him mm-hmm. involve a photo. Mm-hmm. They're going to have photo experts. Well, also just looking at the photo, it doesn't look photoshopped in the least. No, it doesn't. Right? And I'm sure they examined it to see if it was. And it's a real photo, honey. And, and don't you think, okay, so, cause then you'd think like, why does she care so much about the photo? Like you could just be like, I don't know. Who cares if she knew him? It doesn't mean that she had any like inappropriate relationship with him. You know what I mean? Like to, to question the photo's veracity or the 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 photo itself is just a weird thing to me. Yeah. Right? Like, um 
Is it be, she's disturbed by the fact that she looks so happy in the photo? Like she's just popping into the side going, hey now. Well, also, I wonder if it is like she is literally going, hey. Um, but to me, I wonder if it's because, again, I just feel like with Ghislaine Maxwell, she might have a concern that people are listening to her. Oh, sure. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And if certain people are listening, she wants to say the right things. Oh, you mean... That in some way, this is what I'm, you're... I'm not saying uh, anything. But okay, yeah, Because you're afraid people are listening to you? I mean, maybe. I'm just saying. <laughs> you, she knows people are listening to her. So, do you think that there are people within the royal family that are listening that want her to say that it's a fake photo and that you don't know? He's shrugging his shoulders just to, to the person that's listening that's going to come after Bradley about this from the royal family. Yeah, I mean, royal separate all the stuff we've talked about with Prince Harry and, yeah. and King Churles. King Churles. But I love the royals. I just don't like the institution. And I think that um, they shouldn't, like, do that. They shouldn't threaten Ghislaine Maxwell? Yeah, like, I'm, I'm not here for the drama, but no, my point is simply, like, I just think she knows people, she is playing a long game. Oh, you know, there are other people who are very high-profile people that she's been associated with. Yeah. So she is just deny, deny, deny. Yeah. Yeah, that's what she's going to do, because they are like, you better not talk about me Well, yeah. in the little black book you have, or mm-hmm. whatever, because mm-hmm. a lot of those people haven't, like, they've never uncovered that, or have they? There are allegations, and in fact, Virginia Roberts Dufre named people, and yeah. she settled with one of them. Remember Alan Dershowitz? She settled oh. the lawsuit with him, probably for a very large sum of money, mm. which I don't, you know, blame anybody for. Yeah, you know, coming to terms with whatever you know as a victim, she gets to do whatever she wants in terms of how she feels like yeah. her story is being heard or taken uh, account of. But anyway, that that's the first thing that Ghislaine Maxwell mentions in this interview. Yeah. Now, one of the other things is. She says she is having a hard time with the way we talk about her and the person we describe her to be. You know, that is a person who describes the facts mm, yeah. related to her. Mm-hmm. But this is what she says of, of the media's portrayal of her. This is Ghislaine Maxwell from prison. Oh, my gosh. I feel completely divorced from the person that people reference and talk about and all the various newspaper articles and TV shows and podcasts. She's basically saying, I don't know who they're talking about. That's not me. I'm not that person. So she's not saying, I am divorced from that person I used to be. She's saying, I'm divorced from that person who you say I am, which I am not. Yeah. Okay. She's like, oh, I don't recognize the person you're talking about. And I'm like, yeah, you mean the person who actually did the crimes that you were convicted of? That's who we're talking you about. Separated yourself. You know, it's one thing to say the tabloids are being unfair. Uh, I don't feel like we've been particularly unfair other than to say Shh, there are victims of Ghislaine Maxwell. We've talked about that and she was held accountable for that. So what? where's the unfairness? I don't know. I mean, she's in prison, so it's not. But do you see, like, there's zero remorse. No, there's zero that's account that's, for any, there's no growth, there's no evolution, there's nothing different. Because if you've done such heinous things, which, you know, you think that you would want forgiveness in your life to just take, like, to admit things and go, I did this awful stuff and I just, I I hope that 
the victims can forgive me. You know what I mean? Just do you as think a it's too much for being. her to accept? Do you think she just can't, as a human, accept that she, she did accept, those things? Right. Like she would somehow just, I don't know, but implode. When you're at this point, I mean, I yeah. mean, it's twenty years. Yeah. Like you're gonna be in there, honey. Like, how old is she? 50 something? Sure. Like, she's going to be in there for a very long time. I'd say get comfortable with who you are, actually are, because that's not going to change unless she thinks she's going to somehow get out on appeal. And if she maintains her innocence the whole time, then I guess that's what her attorneys are telling her to do. That is it, it is just so tragic. Again, you just think about the victims of Ghislaine Maxwell and Jeffrey Epstein, and then they have to read a story like this. She, you know, all of a sudden from beyond, you know, prison walls continues to say she didn't do anything wrong. And the worst thing that she did, and I didn't even play this clip, where she talks about her biggest mistake. Do you know what her biggest mistake was? What? For becoming friends with Jeffrey Epstein. It's like, oh. no, I think actually your biggest mistake was sex trafficking women. Yeah. Don't blame it all on him. You participated. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if we were working for Jeffrey Epstein and he suggested, hey, you know, can you get me some girls and um, the type? Bye. I would be like, excuse me? 911, anyone? Yeah, I'd be like, this is so wrong. Um, She does say of the victims, like, uh, you know, they ask her the question about like, well, what do you say to the victims? And here's what Ghislaine Maxwell says the victims should focus on. I say that the Epstein died and, and they should uh, take the, the and take their disappointment and upset out on the authorities that allowed that to happen. And that, as I said, I I hope that they have some closure by the judicial process that took to place. So she's basically saying he's dead. And you should blame it on the authorities. If you don't feel like you had justice, don't come after me. Because she truly said and argued and believes, I Mm -hmm. think it's safe to say, that she would not be in jail today if Jeffrey Epstein was still alive. I see. That they only came for her. Because there wasn't anybody else to, you know, prosecute. Which I would say, if that's the case, that doesn't mean that you still weren't guilty. That's right. Right? You both participated. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, the depravity. Okay, so if you, um, the the full interview, I don't know if you can uh, listen to the full interview, should you choose to, but this aired on uh, Jeremy Kyle Live. I don't even know what that is. Um, But CBS had a good account of the full prison interview that Ghislaine Maxwell did from behind bars. And it's just, it's just pathetic and sad that after all of this, after all of the, the trauma and all of the, sadness that she still still can't bring herself to you know actually admit what she was responsible for just boy well you know what we're gonna do we're gonna turn our frowns upside down yeah and let mike spin a wheel so we can have a little fun at the end of our show we don't want to end things on a dark note let's get let's get rid of the Ghislaine maxwell taste in our mouth and play a game when we return right here on my talk 1071 Bradley here for my good friends at Boulevard Auto Works. BLVDAutoWorks.com. Tom and his team right over in St. Anthony are ready and waiting to help you with anything going on with your vehicle. Like for me on Friday when I tried to leave and enjoy my weekend, my car wouldn't start. Why? Because my battery went out. It's a long story. Frankly, I think it has to do with my electrical system. My hazards were on and it drained my battery. 
Thank God for Mike. Uh, by the way, Mike uh, restarted my vehicle. He jumped me on Friday. I mean, you know, my, my car. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Anyway, I need to bring my vehicle to Tom and his team over at Boulevard this week so that we can figure out what's going on with that electrical system. And I know they'll they'll solve the problem. And why I'm, while I'm there, I'm going to have them take a look at my trunk because every time I open my trunk, there's this weird noise that it's making. Tom and his team can help with anything dealing with your vehicle. And especially this time of year, they want to keep you safe on the roads all winter long. Head to blvdautoworks.com today. Don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. I can't tell you how... You know it is time to play a game. My Talk 107.1, everything entertainment, the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. And this is the time in the show that Mike spins the wheel and we get to see what game we play today. Time now to play along. It's Game Show Here's your host, Mike Ganger. All right, it is a uh, a Monday. We're going to start this week off. I'm going to call this Separation Week because I think one of you two are going to start separating from... Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline each other right now it's seven seven what the all time it's seven seven the score is seven seven nobody's oh, taking a... separating from each other I'm like we can't separate I mean, that much I, we got a show no, to no, do no, no. i mean in the scoring, I in got, the scoring. I got, I got. so yeah that's what we're hoping for we're gonna see if we can uh <laughs> one of you two can build some momentum here and, and take charge come on so we'll it just the like the center of the we're earth going. we're gonna spin the opposite direction the story mm-hmm. i just read the ring okay. yeah that's mm-hmm. right Name that tune. Oh, I love this one. Dawn, name that tune in one second. We're doing oh, name that tune. It's the name that tune theme. Tune. You are, uh, <laughs> name that tune. Hold on, you already got the first one. Yeah, I did it. Now, now, Dawn, you normally are a little disappointed when this one comes up. Do you realize that uh, as I look back to our previous scores, you've never lost name that tune? Yeah, so stop your carping. Oh my gosh. Well, maybe it'll happen today. I don't. I mean, one one can hope with that attitude. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I know. You guys know the rules of this game. We're gonna go back and forth through the uh, bit of tune version of name that tune. Bit of tune. Favorite uh, favorite game shows of many many people. What was that? Bit of tune. Bit of tune is what they call that. Oh, (laughs) same makers. Pretty much. Sorry. So uh, again, we'll have a song. I'm gonna give you a clue and or riddle about this particular song. You guys bid back and forth on how many it's gonna take you to get the answer, and then we will play that many seconds of the song. So the first one. Here's the clue. Let me flip a coin quick. Okay, I flipped it. Uh, Call heads or tails, Don. Heads. It was heads. So you're gonna go first. So you'll start the bidding, and here is the clue. Okay. Off of the iconic debut album, this hit for the legendary rockers shares a name with a Bruce Willis flick. Oh. 
Oh, boy. Um, Bradley, mm-hmm. I can name that tune in six seconds. Did, did you say rockers? Yes, I said rockers. Okay, S. Off rockers. of the iconic debut album for this, sorry, off okay. of the iconic debut album, this hit for legendary rockers shares the name of the Bruce Willis flick. Okay. Uh, Dawn, I can name this tune in five seconds. Bradley, I can name this tune in four seconds. Name that tune, Dawn! <laughs> All righty. Dawn, are you ready? Uh, sure. Okay, you got five seconds. Here we go. Four seconds. I'm just kidding. That was a poopsie song. <laughs> oh my god! I, I can't do that. Like, I love this song. I might have to play the poopsie song. Okay, sorry. Here we go. This is the actual song. <laughs> okay. To the podcast. The only okay. And I can only think seconds. of one franchise four, of Bruce Willis, and the, I'm honestly is poops. You have four seconds to name this okay. tune. Uh, Paradise City. Hold on. Of course, Yay! nicely done. Guns and Roses. Paradise City, Guns and Roses. <laughs> nicely done. You know that one. Okay. Congratulations. You got yeah. the first one, so Dawn's okay. out to the early lead there. <laughs> okay, we're on to the next one. And, uh, uh, Take me down. Sorry, you can I can't get that song. You can start the bidding this time. From a film studio juggernaut, this song hit number one in 1993. Hmm, Dawn, I can name this tune in full of seconds. Oh. Name right that tune. You. All right, you've got four seconds, Bradley, to name this tune. The heck is that? <laughs> oh, really? Uh, that is. Um, can I hear it again? Uh, no, I don't think so. Um, is that? Is that Beauty and the Beast? <laughs> You were on the right track as far as the studio. Don, did you know it? Uh, no, I actually forgot the question. Oh, Aladdin. I can sh- a whole new world. A whole new a world. Whole new the number one Billboard hit from 1993 was a whole new world. Oh my gosh, are you serious? Of course. 100% serious, oh yes. Oh boy, okay. All so right. with that, uh, we've got some early, early drama. It Don takes dramatic. the very first two, which means... We might have a very, very quick uh, game show roulette this time. No, I'm going to stop her in her tracks. Okay, you better do that. So we've got, uh, again, the third one coming up now. Again, the first one was uh, Paradise City. Don was able to get that one. Uh, Bradley was not able to name A Whole New World after four seconds. Okay. Number three. Okay. This is just one of the biggest jams from a rock tent pole. Oh. A rock tent pole? Yeah. One of the biggest jams from a rock tent pole. One of the biggest jams ever, Dawn. Okay, I can name that tune in six seconds. Oh, come on. I don't know. She's got the two leads, so she can play it a little conservative if she wants. Uh, I can name this tune in five seconds. Uh, Bradley, name that tune. <laughs> right. Oh, I get five seconds. Okay, I'll take five it. Five seconds to name <laughs> this tune, Bradley. Again, if you don't get this one, Dawn is going to be the winner. Okay, fine. Here we go. Oh, come on. Satisfaction. I ain't getting no. That is correct. Satisfaction. The Rolling Stones. Nicely done there. I can't get no. 
That was dramatic. You're yeah, still, yeah. Hanging now. on by a thread. All right. So with that, Dawn has the 2-1 lead. Bradley able to get on the board with the stone satisfaction. We are moving on. I can't get no. And again. We have to let that go okay. and put it out of <laughs> our mind so we can be clear for the next song. Are you sure? Because yes. you don't want it in your head. I got to get it out. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. Huh? This Loved Up Rock and Reggae track was the lead single from the Out of This World Artist's second album. Oh my gosh. Uh, reggae? This loved up rock and reggae mm-hmm. track was the lead single from the Out of This World artist's second album. Wait, who goes first? Uh, we started on Don, Bradley, Don. So, Bradley, you would go first on bidding. Okay. Uh, say that again. Okay. <laughs> this loved up rock and reggae track was the lead single from this Out of This World artist's second album. You're supposed to be Dawn, You're not I supposed can, to get it from the clue. You're just supposed to. No, maybe I know, get it. I know. Don, okay. uh, I can name this tune in five seconds. Mm-hmm. Bradley, <laughs> I can name this tune in four seconds. Don, name that tune. All right, okay. this is potentially for the win. Again, the scenario, laying <gasps> no it out here. Don has a two-one oh, no lead, pressure. and Bradley just. I already have something in my head. I need to get it out. If get that's not what it is. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, you've got how many seconds was it? Four. Four. Yeah. Four seconds. Here we go. And actually, I have to do a little bit further here just to make sure. Okay, here we go. Four seconds. Oh no! I. It's it's sting. It's police. It's um. Sting police. Oh God. Oh, sorry, you can do I it. just you can't. Can do it. No, I Come can't. On. Not it's when I'm under just... pressure. But it wasn't under pressure. You got to guess. No. Just guess something. Okay. Oh, sorry. Up. I just don't. I don't. I uh, it. it wasn't Sting nor the police. Oh, right. It's out of this world, Bruno Mars. Oh, Bruno Mars. Oh, my gosh. Locked I was out totally of thinking. Well, I first was thinking it was going to be Don't Worry, Be Happy. Oh, gotcha. Because it was a loved up tune. Nope. He described that as a loved up rock and reggae track. Is okay. What he described that as. Okay. All right. So I'm still here. Comes down to it once again. Don, you get to start the bidding okay. this time Come around. Come on, Don. You still got a chance, honey. Yeah. This was the first hit single for this voice of a generation. Oh, first hit single. Voice okay, of I can name that tune in six seconds. Dawn, I can name this tune in four seconds. Uh, Bradley, name that tune. Wow, here we go. So again, this is not only to take the win, it's also yeah. to take the lead overall for Game Show Roulette, which is currently sitting at seven apiece. Yeah. If Bradley can name this tune in four seconds, but... he wins. You never know. If he doesn't, Don wins and takes the lead. Here is your song, and you get four seconds of it. Genie in a Bottle. Christina Aguilera's Genie in a Bottle for the victory. Yes, well done. I'm going to rub you the right way. That's right. <laughs> Congratulations. Congratulations. Big win there. But don't worry. Nobody ever leaves empty handed on. You are going home with this. And Haynes Fashion Underwear gives you the fit, the fabrics, the colors, and the styles of the day all under Haynes Comfort. You got undies. Haynes oh, my gosh. Fashion onion underwear. Onion wear. Onion wear. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm so happy. There you go. That's All right, great. so what's the uh, what's the score now? Overall, it's now eight to seven. Eight the advantage seven. for Bradley. We'll have to see who pulls it out tomorrow.
Um, game show roulette. Hopefully Mike, not Tim Allen. Oh my <laughs> oh. goodness! Hey, oh, apparently he, he already did that on Home oh, Improvement. That's right. To Pamela Anderson, and she was not amused. Right. Read her memoir for all the details. Now, when we return, we will be Lori and Julia, which is why Dawn is furiously cleaning in the studio as we speak. <laughs> we will be back tomorrow at noon, right here on the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 107.1. Bye. Bye. Bye.